Okay, yesterday's daf was daf ayin vav, today's ayin zayin. We're going to get right to it. We're learning li'ilu nishmas Moshe David ben Naftali Yosef Alevi and Krainabas Tzvi and Zav. Krainabas Tzvi Zev. Krainabas Tzvi Zev. And, uh, well, so, and, um, Daniel Benat Baruch Ben Yudalei Ba'imi. All right. Um, and uh, let's get right to the review. And also, refer Shalem and all the Cholim, right? Okay. This is a very from Gemara, please. I'll take it, I'll take it. No, just put it down over here. Put it over there. Oh, it's on top of the Gemara. Sit on all right, so um, we started off yesterday um, talking about um, the complaints against the uh, against the uh, the mun, and uh, one of the things that they complained about um, is um, So they said, how can this mun be acceptable? It's gonna do something to our stomachs. After all, it's not human. It's not the natural for something to go in and not to go out. It's it's unnatural. When this was told to Rabbi Shmuel, he said, um, uh, he said to them, "Yeah, it's not lechem avirim. It's lechem evarim. Uh, that's exactly the whole point. That it's nivla in the two hundred and forty-eight evarim got absorbed into the two hundred forty-eight limbs." So um, when if that's the case, so then what is the whole parsha that talks about how you need to defecate and you need to dig a hole and etc. outside the camp? That's if they got something from outside, from elsewhere. Those foods they needed to defecate. Although it's interesting that 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 mitzvah is not until parsha's devarim. That's not that's not until devarim that mitzvah. So that's after after they're out of the desert or coming into the land. Uh, four, I mean, years I, later, four years later, whatever. Four years later, so maybe think your future camps when you go out to war or something like that. Oh, but you're saying maybe that was you saying it wasn't something that was pr- uh, particular. Was years, I hear that's not one of the answers. The no, answer, no, 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 <laughs> okay. uh, the other pshat is that it's called lechem avir machalish is a reference to um, the, to Yoshua because Ish is Yoshua and the man felt him separately just for himself. And uh, how do you know that Ish refers to Yeshua? Because he says, When he was chosen to be the next leader. So the Gemara says, wait a second, Moshe is also referred to with the terminology of Ish. It says, Yeah, but there's a difference between Ish and Ish. Ish plain is Yeshua. It's coming with Parsha, but Yeshua. Oh, okay, good. So the Talmud. The, to have, you ready to practice? Are you ready to start practicing? You have to start right away. There's only one week to get to. Okay. Tomorrow, we've got to lay it tomorrow. That's difficult. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. okay, so uh, the students asked, why is it that the, the man didn't come one time for the year and they're good to go? So he said, it's a mashal, a very beautiful mashal, like a king of flesh and blood that has a single son, and he was, uh, he said every year he'd give him the yearly allowance, and how often do you think his son came to visit him? Once a year, for the allowance, uh, to, to get his allowance. Once a week? No, don't <laughs> so he said, you know what, this is, a, forget about that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rearrange it, 
and I'm giving him only a daily allowance, so he won't get anything for the year. So you have to go home extreme today. So every day. Do you go for 12, 12 months a year or something like this, or weekly uh, or something? Not. Every yeah, day right. you have to see So that's what he says. Right, uh, answer that. Let's do it. Right, depends how often you want to see your son. But anyway, he really liked, apparently he really liked his son, even though he only would see him once a year. So anyway, bottom line is, is that that's exactly the whole thing. That's what happened. And this is how Yisrael would react. Since they only had enough money for one day, they had four or five children relying on them, and they have no means of parnas in the desert, and no means of providing food. There's nothing they can plant. So they're going to be worried. They're going to dive in with their hardest that hopefully this miraculous food will come again tomorrow. And they're right away, they're connecting to God every no single every single day. Whatever. They have a rich father but in heaven. Okay. So that's what they would do. And that was the, that's the good thing. One pshat. Pshat number two. This way they got to eat it fresh and hot. If you have it sitting in the pantry, how fresh could it be? Another one. Second, another third pshat is that it saves you on travel costs, okay? If you have all your, this food, that, that takes up a lot travel of weight light. in the travel. You have to travel lighter. <coughs> right. Rabbi Tarfa and Rabbi Shmuel and the Skenim were sitting talking about parts of the mud, came along with Blazar Madai and said, oh, by the way, the mud was 60 amas tall. And Rabbi Tarfa was flabbergasted. What are you talking about? How could that be 60 amas tall? So he explains, I'm darshing a pasuk. And the pasuk, actually, the drasha actually makes sense. Because there were fifteen amas that the um, fifteen amas higher was the water of the of the marble above the highest mountain. Obviously, it wasn't like uh, it's not like a rose. The water finds its lowest place. So, how did the water get that high? So, it was the water from all under Earth came up above Earth and equalized to the surface to the highest surface of the Earth. And then on top of that, that was the rain was 15 amas tall. So how much um, uh, windows in heaven open the rain? It says arubos, two windows. Now, we have a size differential between windows and doors. Window is small. It's like a small skylight. A door is a lot wider, a lot bigger. So it was, it's four times as large, basically. A window is like a quarter door, core of, of the door. So when, if a window was able to make 15 amas, so then to make, uh, to make to, if it was two doors, which is the description of the man, that the doors of heaven opened up to, to rain down the man, so you see that man is uh, 60 amas, 15 times 4. Okay, so, um, and that is the drasha. Okay. So, um, next the Gemara sort of uh, brought down from Isi ben Yuta that, uh, that this month really fitting in with the Rebbe Lezer Mandai, that the month that came down to the Jewish people was so high that all the kings to the east and to the west were, um, were able to see the, the piles of Mun from afar. Uh, that means it was really tall. And uh, <coughs> and that's related to the puzzle. How come Rabbi Talfon didn't say anything about that? This is no, Isi. How come he didn't say this that? This is Isi Ben Yehuda. He's much later. Oh, okay. It was not in the same discussion. Oh, so different. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. But he says it's a base. So the puzzle. Yeah, okay. The puzzle yeah. says Taroch Lefanai Shulchan Neged Zorirai. You arrange a, a table before me, opposite my enemies. So that's what he's saying. That Hashem, that everyone else is seeing what we're being served. Um, and you know from the Rebbeinu 
It says ends of the pasuk is kosi rivaya. So what's the end of the pasuk? So kosi rivaya says that the kos, the cup of Davra Melech, Ileal Mudasi is going to be two hundred. Okay, so um, that's the word kosi rivaya. The word rivaya, the the numerical value of rivaya is uh, is exactly that. So the Gemara says, uh, as far as the original explanation of Rabbi Lozmer Dai, the reason why the rabbis felt that it's still not a proof is because after all, the rain to get to 50 Namas was over a span of 40 days. Here, it's every single morning you're saying this is the amount that fell down. So that's a little bit different. There, it was for the entire world. Um, that was uh, windows raining on the entire world. Here, it's just for the Jewish people alone and there would be way too much material for the Jews to eat through. So, um, so um, but Rabbi Lazar Mandoi says, yeah, but it says open, and open compares to opening, and therefore that's, the, that's, the, that's to him enough of a proof. All right. Next topic was that we went to the Isur Achila, and we mentioned the five Inuyim in the Mishnah. So what are the basis of the five Inuyim? Where does it come from? So the answer is, is that if you go through the entire Torah, the text of the Torah, it uses the word Enoi, describing Yom, Yom Kippur, in five times. So that's how we know that there are five separate things that are con- included in the Enoi. question is, is that in our Mishnah it says six, because it says eat, drink, um, bathe, rubbing oil, um, shoe wearing, and, uh, um, and marital relations. So that's six. So the Gemara says, you're right, but Shtia and Achila is part of the same grouping. Um, because Rish Lakish says that Shtia is included in Achila, as we prove some psu from Psukim. It says in the one Pasuk, so it says eating, and it's referring to the Miser of Dagon, Tirosh, and Yitzhar. Now, Tirosh is clearly wine, so therefore, it's, you're eating wine. You see that we use the word eating can describe <coughs> ingestion, ingestion even with liquids. Um, um, so that's the story. So the Gemara says, um, um, so, so the Gemara says, how do you know? Just because it's used the word tirosh, maybe it means that's like a wine, cooking wine that you're using to flavor food. And then it would not be a raya. So the Gemara says, you're right. Another proof, Ravach um, Bayakov, it says that you can give the money of your Maiser Sheni whatever you desire, bakar, tzon, yayin, and sheikhar. Sheikhar is clearly a drink, and it's saying, and what do you do? So you see that you'll eat. So the Gemara says, how do you know? Maybe this is also the same thing of a Negron. Uh, so the Gemara says, if it's a Negron, if it's with food, so then it's, um, then why would it call it sheikhar? It's not going to be inebriating, Okay. It won't cause uh, it, it won't cause a person to get drunk. It's not the derech. So the Gemara says that's clearly that's not completely true. There are foods that are intoxicating as well. Like we find the devela keilis. It's like a it's like a, a dried fig that's uh, fermented, that's actually spiked and able to make you drunk. As the Brisa says, somebody who eats that and works on the base of mikdash will uh, actually have to. Whatever it's prohibited from doing base to do avod in the base of mikdash. It's shtuya uh, yayin. Okay, even though it's not wine, but it, the idea is inebriation is the problem. 
So the Gemara says, no, but we know that that's not what we mean by Sheikhar, is because we learn it from Nazir, just like by Nazir, when it says Yain Vesheikhar al it clearly means wine that is intoxicating. So, too, here it must be wine. So the Gemara says, is it true that we use, we originally dashed that the word Tirosh means wine, but uh, the Bryce says that somebody who makes a vow from Tirosh, he is not allowed to have any sweet thing, but wine he is allowed to have. <coughs> so you see, it doesn't mean wine. So the Gemara says, but on the other hand, on the flip side, how can you say it's not wine? The Pasuk says, Tirosh Yinova Psulos. Tirosh means what um, <coughs> takes away the inhibitions from the virgins, okay? So the Gemara says it doesn't mean the Tirosh itself. Tirosh is really the grapevine, it's the grapes. It's what comes from Tirosh, is what's Yinova Psulos. So the Gemara says it's because that's the source for it. <coughs> Another Pasuk says, Tirosh Yinkvech Yifrotsu which uh, it's talk, clearly talking about the vat that's co- collected in the, and, and it's going to overflow, it's going to be filled with wine. So Gemara says, no, it's what comes from the tirosh. All right, problem is, it says, and clearly we don't mean the grapes, and we're saying it together with wine. Obviously, you wouldn't say yain and tirosh, because that's the same thing. So obviously, tirosh really must mean wine. If that's the case, why by Nedarim not? Because people don't use the word Tirosh that way. They, when they, people say Tirosh, they mean uh, something else, okay, something sweet. Uh, but technically, the wine, uh, oh, it is a meaning of wine. What's the re- what are the two words, what's the understanding behind these two words for wine, Yayin and Tirosh? The answer is, um, Yayin is related to the word Yalala, because it brings wailing to the world, and... Um, and tirosh is because if you go too much into it, it can make you poor. So it's really, um, the words are descriptive in describing of how careful you have to t- be when, you know, taking wine. Rav Kana asks that uh, the Pasuk says tirosh, it's written chaser, but we read it as tirosh with Mali. So the Gemara says, if you're meritorious, you know how to drink to measure and not overdo it, so then nasarosh then you'll become a head, uh, meaning it, it'll make you a leader. <coughs> if you don't sure how to do it, or you overdo it, so then it can make you poor. Um, similar to Rava, who says that the Pasuk says, So you can read it as Yishmach, but it's uh, read as Yishmach, if you're meritorious, so then it'll make you happy. If, it's, uh, if you're not, if you overdo it, so then it can destroy you. And that's what Rabbi says, um, that he used the wine properly, and it was what made him extra intelligent. It, uh, it, the, the, if, you're, if you take it in the right measure, it opens up your mind. You're able to think in a more creative fashion, but you have to always know where to draw the line, not to overdo it. All right, that's the end of wine. Brought us to Rechitz and Sicha. Where do we know about those two uh, that they're called in Enoi? Yeah. Why... Uh, tirosh will bring you to poor. Um, when you're, if you drink a lot of wine, it gets expensive, and you're addicted. It's uh, the fear, the danger of addiction. But I, okay, I understand. Alcohol is new. But uh, isn't it true that things related to wine are siman le, le parnasa? You can't. That's, so that's why it can be both ways. In moderation. Yeah, moderation. That's the thing. Eshkol. Wine is a, wine can be that's the yeah. thing. Wine it can be a great thing or it can be a terrible thing. 
depending on who's in control. You know, if you're in proper control, control then it's a beautiful yeah, thing. You, you but if you become an alcoholic, it can destroy you and your house and all your money, all your wealth. But That's why you look. Go look at the people who are in the street. They're alcoholics. It's terrible. A house that had wine, it was iman parnasan, no? It is a, a yes, but doesn't mean it is. A, no, no, it wasn't no, no, means parnasan. That's, that's the question. It's a house or a, a household that had wine in the in, those, in the times of the temple was a sign of parnasan. It was that was the drink that people drank. Yeah. Okay. okay. The water was bad for you, like in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> you drink the, you drink the beer. No, tequila. 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 Now you get in trouble. Okay. Next is next. Okay. So um, the Gemara explains as far as rechitz, as far as bathing, it says, This is Daniel. He took on some restrictions in his life and he didn't eat any good bread, he didn't have meat or wine. And he was. It says v'soch lo sachti, and what and so lechem chamudus with Rav Yudah Breder of Shmuel Parshilas explains that it means he didn't have white bread, um, and um, it, and the Hashem told him al tira Daniel ki minayom rishon Hashem nasat as lib chalav and uliz anos even though he wasn't fasting, but it was considered in inoy. All these things are considered inuyim, so not. Rubbing oil on you is an inoy. So the Gemara says it's beautiful for sicha. It does say that, but what about rechitza? So first we thought that um, um, that it's sicha uh, that uh, the pasuk says that we would compare rechitza to sicha. It's one. It's like very similar. So the Gemara says that pasuk is not really what it's saying. I mean, the Chazal say that the other way around that. That sicha is like drinking, meaning the mayim bikirbo is drinking the water, not taking a shower or bathing. So, um, so, uh, so that's the story. Next thing we said is, how do you know that sicha uh, is uh, kishtia? Um, so, so no, that, that, that's that's what the Gemara brought down. So then Ravashi says, you know what, Rechitza, you learn from the text itself because it says v'soch lo sachti, which is a double expression. One's talking about rubbing oil, and so his extra one is referring to Rechitza. Now, that is as far as we got to. We're going to take it from here for today's stuff. One second. Hold on.